Hey everyone, welcome to episode 33 of the Go-Getters podcast. Today I'm joined with Sarah Adio, founder and owner of the new Adio Fit. Sarah's got a really interesting story. She's, you know, trained and danced, worked on both coasts yeah. before. She started a large gym before. Now she's back at it again, so we're gonna dive in today. Thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. I love that you're here in this space and get to see some words on the wall that what I believe in every day, which is own it. Um, not easy, not, not um, a straight path, but you gotta own what you do and try to do the best that you can with it. So yeah. I'm excited. It's been six months since we've opened. Oh boy, it goes fast. <laughs> it goes fast, yeah. And, and congrats on the space, it Thanks. looks great. Yeah, thank you. It really you. does, six studios in one. We'll get into that, but first, can we, uh, let's learn more about you. Where, oh where are you from? I'm did you, everywhere. Did you dream just of starting gyms when you were growing no, up? No, no, no. How does this all happen? Yeah, this is funny. And I, I, we were joking before that I said, where's my two bottles of wine? Because <laughs> it's a long, crazy story. Unfortunately, like I came in the morning. No, I know. And I had to have Wednesday. coffee. I know. <laughs> well, we're getting through the hump. So, um, yeah, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. Then my parents moved us to Wisconsin. And then I started dancing. That was without knowing became obviously a passion of mine to this day is movement. It's what drives me every day. Um, feeds my soul besides my kids and my family but it, it literally feeds my soul uh, I don't care if it's a weight I don't care if it's at the bar it just it feeds me in a way that I can express myself and, and explore things with it um, so dance has always been my pure background and then I was able to explore living in the East uh, West Coast visiting my family um, being able to have those experience to kind of you know, find yourself and learn from others, I think is huge, bad, good, or the ugly. You learn from everybody you meet. Um, fast forward, I went professional very young. And I thought that's what I was gonna do. And my dad said, mm, not so much, Sarah. Sarah Ralston at the time. And I went to college and I graduated from Indiana University with several degrees and got a scholarship to Alvin Ailey in 1991. So that is kind of- school, right? The, yeah. Well, Indiana University, I have a um, BS in- Oh, yeah, Alvin, yes, Alvin, Alvin, Alvin Ailey is in New York. So they came to um, Indiana and I did a work study with them and they're like, kind of was blessed to be asked to come to New York. And that's where I kind of jumped into the fitness without knowing. It was never, ever in my radar to think that I'd be doing what I'm doing today. I think I would think you were crazy if you told me when I was little I was gonna be in fitness. Yeah. Just wasn't in my being. I wanted to perform and I was able to perform. So the path just took a little different for me. What was it like, how old were you when you went pro? I was school? between 11 and 12. So was that hard putting that on the back burner to go to school and then did you kind of get a, a revival when you went out to New York? I did, you know, you, I've gone over this, but my dad, um, my dad, my dad said you have no choice. Either you're gonna yeah. try to figure out at 17 or you're going to, you know, you need to get a, you need to get a degree. And I was gonna work with a couple, um, things in Chicago, Hubbard Street, and Gus Giordano, and I was crushed. I'm honest, I was crushed. I had a lot of anger in me, um, but I listened to my father, a lot of respect. He always said, what if, what if, what if, and I'm thinking, God darn it, do you not know what I want to do? Do you not get it? Um, very successful business, businessman. So, you know, didn't understand the art world, which, which is fine. Um, so I ended up going to college. Grin and bared it, pushed through, with 21 credits a semester, overachiever at certain points. I wanted out. You know, I wanted out, I just wanted to dance and luckily the people you meet, the opportunities come in and hopefully the door opens and you take and go through it, no matter good, bad or the ugly. Because even though I went to New York and I had success, I went through a very pinnacle time of 
I've always kind of been ahead of myself in my being, like didn't know what to do with myself. My energy, people don't to do with. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a forward thinker, very entrepreneur without me ever understanding any of that point of myself. Only through maturity have I understood that entrepreneur spirit or that it factor that I say people have. Um, so New York was a battle for me. I worked seven days a week. I worked at New York Health and Racket. I worked at Crunch. I explored movement. Um, and then I did work study for Alvin Ailey. And then I got into some video work and commercial work. So I was teetering between my own being of, do I want to go out and explore the creative world or do I want to stay in a company? And back in the day, that was unheard of. There was a taboo to go in the commercial world. Mm -hmm. It's so different where we are now with dance and all that stuff. Anyone can do anything. Yeah. It was just not a thing to do back in the 91. Uh -huh. So that's where I got into the fitness and I subsidized my money because I wasn't making money, what are you gonna do? Right. And that's how I got into teaching. I kind of flubbed my voice saying, yeah, I've been doing it. <laughs> but I could pick up really well. And I picked up fast, and then I got certified, certified, and then I got mentored by an amazing person at New York Health and Racket as a trainer. And saw something in me that I didn't, I never understood. Um, I'm a tormented artist at times, and it's keeping me creative. So it's one of those soul searching things as an adult too, that you kind of teeter and try to figure out about yourself. Um, it makes up who I am. Um, and that's that go-getter with me of what I try to do. Very cool. And yeah. then how do you get, so you're in New York, you're kind of starting from scratch, making this up as you go along almost. And a few years later, you're training celebrities out in LA or how did Correct. that all come and that was, was that a thrill? Or yeah. How was that? So ride? we're on our second bottle of wine, just so y'all know right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because it's so long. So I, I'm honest about this, you know, we all have our stuff we have to work on. I was going through therapy, just trying to figure out some things in my being that I didn't understand mm -hmm. and trying to get the right tools to make, again, my mind body to figure out where I wanted to go in life. And I had a pinnacle time in this time of therapy on Monday night on June 21st, remember the day, ran over to New York Health and Racket, it was a dirty floor, and I slipped and rolled my ankle. That changed my life. I get emotional because it is, it's those things you don't know what's coming. And, and, and when you're 21 20, or 22, you have this level of, of dance and your fitness and you're trying to figure it out. And I was in this turmoil and then you have that. I ripped all my lateral ligaments. I gained 70 pounds. I, do, I was so depressed. I didn't know what end was up. So I moved home to Beaver Dam and I said, no, I can't. I was wanting at this point moving yeah. to LA with a guy that I was um, dating and I was going for some more commercial work. So I was kind of trying to change my direction. Anyways, jump forward, I go to LA, I'm 70 pounds heavy. I'm in a goddamn boot driving cross country. Okay, this is the if and an uglies and I'm every part of what. And um, I get there and with, I'm living with a friend from high school and within a couple weeks, I meet the guy that I end up marrying, which is Eric, who you yeah. know, my husband, out of the strangest blue, out of a, it's like out of a goddamn movie. We're sitting there at this billiards place called Hollywood Athletic Club. We're drinking, he comes in, this handsome guy, and I meet him, and that changed my life too. He saw through what I was going through, and he saw my heart, he saw my soul, and we just connected in a way that changed my life. In fact, he's the one that got me back into the fitness, meeting the people, setting it up. Things happen for a reason. Yeah. And I couldn't understand, again, you're young, you don't understand it. And I look back now and be able to explain it all. It does all happen for a reason. Uh -huh. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And he set me up um, when I was going through surgeries with a friend of mine, Sharon Mitchell. Her name's Cassidy, who's doing amazing stuff in the fitness world. 
and I started to lose weight without just kind of getting in my group, but I wasn't still with where I was today. I was in a boot and I started dancing for Sharon. She said, Sarah, I'm opening the studio. I, what's your background? That's how I started in my career in LA. Yeah. It took off then within three months, a way that what it, I don't understand. At least someone swept my feet and all of a sudden I'm having 50, 60 people in all my classes and I'm developing classes, I'm having celebrities and they start putting you up on this kind of pedestal. That's not where I enjoy myself because I don't think I'm that good at it. That's that tormented. I think some of us as creative people, you teeter of like, oh, I just, I'm not like that. You're just too hard I'm, on yourself. I'm too hard on myself and I always think when I do something, I'll step away and like, shoot, could I have seen someone differently? Could I, could I try to look harder? And most likely, you could have. Yeah. You could have in anything you do. Yeah. It, I don't settle for it. So, you have all that going in the yeah. dark. You break your ankle out, you slip, then you're 70 pounds overweight, yeah. back in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. You go yeah. out to LA on a whim. Go on a whim. You meet your charming husband, Eric. I meet my fabulous he, husband. He kind of gets you back in the game, and then you yeah. rise very quickly very, there. Yeah. And they say it does happen overnight, and it does. <clears throat> but either you can handle success, or I, on the other side for me, or it's a failure thing. And I've always kind of teetered. My brother used to lecture me, you are you afraid of success or are you afraid of failure? And I don't know which one it is. I'm still, still trying, I still don't know what it is because people say with success, you, I mean, it's, it's, it can be a burden. People look up to you and they expect you to be that way. So it's, which kind of happened yeah. to this world for me here, not knowing a soul when I moved from LA to Milwaukee. Didn't right. know anyone. My sister was here, but wasn't in the fitness. Why, why did you move from LA to Milwaukee when you were achieving that success? Did you kind of run from it at that point in time or what, what was it? Yeah. It's a, it's, um, it's a deep wound for me because yeah. the success was nuts. I would have been someone to say- Were you, you like the Denise Austin of LA or what was well, it? Would have been, it would have been a little more of the uh, Jane Fonda world okay. or right. um, uh, um, Karen Voigt, who I knew very well. Um, it was something new. I started to be like the top three trainer, what they do. You know, they sensationalize you a little bit out there, especially when you've got celebrities in your, in your group. But we were all like-minded. They didn't come in full makeup. They didn't come in. They just came who they are. Yeah. And if you were like that, you'll attract that. Yep. And everyone was like, oh, LA, LA to be fit. Well, you know what? A lot of us, we weren't perfect. They weren't perfect. But it worked. And we had moments and creativity and life-changing times with, within ourselves that was magical still to this day. Yeah. It's, in, it's insane. Um, but those are those journeys. So this success. I rose very fast. I didn't understand it. And for Sharon, who owned the majority of the business, I helped her run it all, I was her success. Mm -hmm. That's a burden. Yeah. So if I, I didn't know I was that good, I didn't, why do people think I was that good? Am I gonna be able to handle this? I got nervous. I'm thinking, this wasn't, like you asked me, was this a, you know, people check it off, I'm gonna do this, I'm, I didn't do that. Yeah. This stuff just happened, and it happened in ways that were meant to be, but I didn't understand it. So I, yeah, I got scared. Uh -huh. I started not to like LA. I started to get uncomfortable with things, but it wasn't that because it's a city that I still love to this day. And I ran. Interesting. I ran. I ran fast. What was it? What did your What did your father think of all this going on? Who kind of wanted you to go to school and do something traditional? And now you're doing, you know, you're successful. You know, not not dancing professionally, right. but. He's a Similar. businessman, and when I opened my first one here 21 years ago in motion at Fox Point, not yeah. knowing a soul, I was eight months into it, um, I think in the back of his head, he's always believed in who I am, 
Um, but there was like, are you sure you can do this? You know, what if, what if, what if? It's always right. kind of in that curve. And to, I've always proved, tried to prove some people wrong. Yeah. Two things of advice he gave to me. One is, do you want to be a glorified teacher or do you want to be a successful businesswoman? Yeah. That's a hard thing in my world. And it was in that beginning when no one was doing cycling. It was um, at that point 2,400 square feet and I grew to 8,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. And it grew fast. No one was doing cycling, hip hop, bar, yeah. yoga. No one was doing it. Class card, I started a trend that was very innovative when I moved here. Um, so that it's hard for them to wrap their head around the creative side. Right. And then their daughter working their table and off, table and off, and the success is different. It's on the name, not always in the monetary with fitness. It's right. an interesting curve. I did do well though. Yep. It just burned me out. Yep. Okay, so let's get back to that. Yeah, you go from LA to Wisconsin. Let's talk yeah. about in motion, which you just touched mm -hmm. on. So you start this from scratch and then you just develop, you know, this massive following. Yep. So it happened you're, the same you're way. achieving fast success. Yeah, it but this is the hardest market I've ever worked on. So you go to an LA and yep. even though you're not perfect. But within three months, I was already one of the top three teachers. That's crazy. But they get it. They get it differently than yeah. a mindset. So you're up an uphill battle. So success happened fast for me. Um, but I started with one person. And this is the things that I mentor now in the industry. People are like, oh, I got to get these youngsters coming. Oh, I should have this. Should I? Well, you have to pay your dues. One person, if you're good, can get to one, can two, and three. And that's how it just grew. Um, and then I, it's, I, every place I've ever gone, I educate my staff. I make sure what they need and then I grow up with them. And I always say it takes a personality first. I can teach you the rest. I can educate the next piece. We can get you certified. That's that's all good. Yeah. But it's personality driven in this. So it grew fast. We started with 24, then 36, and then I then I doubled. Uh -huh. We had clothing, personal training studio. We had showers. I had a full-time staff of about 14 people. It was busy. Yeah. Good stuff. And I had it for a little under eight years. Yeah. And I did it all. And then you shut that down. I shut it down. Um, I was physically and mentally struggling. I'm, I'm pretty honest about that. Um, I wanted to have children. Mm -hmm. And I had um, infertility problems. I've had surgeries since I was 22 with endometriosis. I, I, my, bottle, my body has um, battled me probably my whole life. You wouldn't know it if you saw me move, but it's battled me. Ever since my ankle and then the female stuff. Um, so I, it's not easy every day. And when you go and want to be a mom too, um, I, had to, I had to make a choice. I had to make a hard choice. And at that point, my doctor said, you, you know, you, you either have to give up or you're going to have to close your business down. And yeah. I had, three, I had um, six months left or five months left in my lease. And the landlords were outstanding with me, knowing what I'd done and where I'd been. And they said, it's all good. I got bought out. Yeah. And I went to another facility and I was there. Um, Left for two about twelve years, and I ran and redid all other stuff. Yeah, yeah. was it, was that in uh, congrats? You have uh, two very three healthy, three healthy kids. Three right girls. Now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, keep um, me busy. Yeah, I can imagine between yeah. this and that. Yeah. yeah, hardest thing I've ever done though. Yeah, is raising those. For, I could work 40, 60 hours. This comes easy. Raising kids, it's hard. Uh huh. Yeah. So when you're um, what was the transition like? shutting down that business after kind of the whirlwind roller coaster yeah. that you were riding on and then 
I mean, you transitioned to another club in the area and a lot of those people followed you. So did you still get some of the same thrill or was it a lot different since it, was, since it wasn't your baby this time? There was, it was, um, it was a different thrill for one. I, when I went over there, I didn't, <coughs> I, I, I was pregnant and I didn't know it. So yeah. that was one thrill. Um, to take it into that and then a role of a different management, you know for other people that have already established That's an interesting crossroad. Yeah, um, and you're bringing a lot of people with you You know, there's some interesting feelings that start to happen. Um, I enjoyed it. It's never it's I, I need to be by myself I, People don't know what to do with this mess. Yeah, I, and I'm honest about <laughs> it And he said when before we came he said oh god your energy. I do have a lot of energy. I have a lot of passion um, people don't know what always to do with that. It can be intimidating, I guess, or I, I don't, I really don't understand that because I'm probably, I'm pretty approachable, but it's what it is and I, I work with it, so. I'm a fan of your energy. Well, thank you. I, I could use that sometimes. I have a very laid back demeanor. Well, you're, that's that Eric, my husband. We're yes. very different. Yes. So it gets interesting at times, but it works. Yeah. And uh, I think there was one meeting where the client asked me if I was stoned and I <laughs> never smoke at all. <laughs> I was just like. Oh, that's so awesome. I was like, no, sorry. Maybe I just, need to. No, just, just kidding. Me. <laughs> just me. <laughs> I'm just myself. You, you need to, and I need, I need some yep. of whatever you're on. Just that little, little <laughs> cut the edge out. So. Can even out. Okay, yeah. let's get to this, this beautiful facility you have now. Yeah. You must have been, I mean, it must have been somewhat comfortable at your old place. You're teaching, you have a good following, you have your kids. Obviously, still yeah. have them and a lot going on. Yeah. Why go back at it? Did you have unfinished business from the past? What are you, what okay. are you doing this See, you're for? getting me. Yeah. I do. I've been chasing this dream after I left LA. You know, the, I was supposed to do videos back then and stuff like that. Um, I believe in a message and I wanna jump back one little moment and this is where everyone laughs or not laughs, but there's an emotional piece to this for me in many ways. And when I was in Los Angeles, my aunt, her name was Aunt Joyce, um, died of cancer at my age, 47 and healthy organic before organic was ever trendy oils before ender you know oils were in that's the way i was raised um ran beautiful soul anyway she ended up getting breast cancer and bone cancer she was she was in la so when i was young i go out there every summer and um i loved her with my whole being i massage her i help her and she looked at me and the t uh, what what i realized in life i didn't understand it then until I realize what dancer, what your, your energy, your kindness, your compassion, a hand to someone when they need it without even talking can make a difference in a moment. Touching my hand, being with her, being present because I just loved her. She called me rage. I didn't understand that I, I felt that, but that has been a nucleus that I have driven myself to make a difference with people through a touch, through a feeling, through a look, through moments in here good bad or the ugly fitness is fitness mm -hmm. so i've been on this mission from the get-go to change people's lives on a simple level it was harder to do for somebody else under their brand i needed to do it under my mission my umbrella for seven years i've been chasing that dream town yeah now it's hard when your husband's in chicago and you're trying to raise babies and be present so it all works and it all happens for a reason not that you like it not that you get it but it does and patience and resiliency is something that I've had to really understand as an adult. So seven years of planning on doing a studio, but using it as a production, be able to take the mission, the workouts, the silliness, the effectness is out of Milwaukee. 
So I built this huge thing of 13,000 square feet of six studios that you could live in a moment, own it. And every capacity, what I believe in fitness as a wholeness of the 360. Mm -hmm. And that is what Adio Fit is on the back. That's great. So would you say your mother is the main inspiration behind the happy, healthy human tagline? And do you want to explain that? Yeah, more? the healthy, happy comes from the premise of Yes, where I grew up, I mean, where how I grew up was just my parents instilling the respect, the compassion, the moral side of where we know humanity, human, and some of our brand new people were not so happy that I wanted that, but I fought for that, yeah. and it makes sense. Happy, that's a feeling. Healthy, that's a state. It's not easy. It's something we have to figure out every day. It doesn't say, oh, I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to be perfect. doesn't happen. Human, I think, oversees all that. Again, how are you raised? What do you believe in? The beliefs are important and you stick with that. Fitness is fitness, but you can use that vehicle to make a difference on the humanity. Again, the touch, the feel, the compassion, like-minded of respecting people, being honest. You show up, I show up. Mm -hmm. I'm no better than anybody else. I can maybe, I move well and I do things, but it doesn't mean I'm better. Yep. I'm no fit than anybody else. Do you want to see my bicep? Doesn't mean I'm better than you. My rib app does not mean I'm better than you. That's where another side of the fitness where Eric has really helped see the light for me is he describes the pool, the pool of fitness. There's one side that's crowded. I've mentored, and I would say about four of them right now that y'all would know, not yeah. gonna name them. <clears throat> They're crowded. They're all about the sexy, which I get, but that's a personal thing for me. It's not a fitness and it's not a superficial part. Yep. Okay, that's a feeling. Um, but being empowered, being truthful, being honest, not perfect is something that I really believe in um, because I'm no better. Yeah. So if I took off and I was like, what does that give to someone else? Does that inspire them? Maybe to try to be fit, but doesn't, it doesn't come to the humane side because we're personality driven. Yeah. Your personality makes you to go up and get a good coffee. Why do you choose West coffee? Why do you choose your coffee? Why? Mm -hmm. Which is one thing I believe in wholeheartedly. Why do you do what you do? Why do I get up every day? Why do you show up at what you do? Yeah. Why do you love what you do? I'm asking, why do you love what you do? Why do I love what mm -hmm. I do? <clears throat> I think that's actually changed over the years mm -hmm. for me. I think starting out, you know, I was almost kind of trying to prove something and create something, totally. which may not have been the healthiest reason to start a business. And then, you know, you start growing it. Yeah. And um, the reasons change over time. You get really into the client work. And one of the most rewarding things for me has been you know, we're up to eight employees now. Yeah. You know, we have a really good culture. We hang huge. out outside oh, of work. It's, awesome. it's just, it's been a lot of fun. And two of them actually started as interns, one back when we were at a deal site. And some people know I pretty much started it going door to door yeah. to companies as a Groupon type yeah. site before pivoting. And that was a roller coaster mess. We won't get too into that because this, this is your show, that's not a, mine. No, no, but, but I love it though because that's the bad, that's the everything. Yeah. yeah. But, um, anyways, I think. You know, the rewarding part is really working with the clients and seeing a lot of our staff go from, you know, starting as interns and now they're, you know, leading yeah. these projects for clients all over the country and yeah. that growth element and everything that's come along with it has been exciting. And the opportunity to create something from scratch and, it's, you know, this podcast is a good example. We're not, you yeah. know, making any direct revenue off of it, but it was something like, Oh, I want to highlight people in Milwaukee. I can go out and do that and get my company behind yeah. it on top of what else we're doing. And I love the, it. The, yeah. the opportunity is exciting and yeah. it hasn't got boring yet. Well, I'm with you. And I, 
Because a lunge is a lunge in my world, I'm sorry, and anyone yeah. can do it. Right. Or push up. What makes it different? It's the why. What brings you, you know, who you are, brings to the table, the community that you have created at, at your space. It's the same thing here. Right. You know, we've all had these little, I say the if factors aren't to your spirits. We all have it. I've, I've lectured on this for the last five years in coast to coast on the fitness side. You know, how you cross over, how you create that community. Yeah. You know, a lot of it's, in my world, can be very false because it's about being up in front and feeding the ego. Right. I've always been about the opposite. I've always been about how can I help you? How do you tweak? And that's what got me, got me started in Los Angeles because the buzz was like, who is this blonde chick walking around right. touching everyone? But if I don't help people or yeah. you don't help or grow interns or create that culture, it, it doesn't work. It gets bottlenecked. Yeah. You cannot get the great work out. Yeah. And that's community, which is what this is based on. Right. Yes. So I think building that community and I think touching on, you know, everyone, everyone's wired differently and should have a different definition of success. And I think yeah. people get wrapped up, especially in your industry where with, uh, with, you know, the rise of Instagram and everyone, you know, documenting yeah. their life and that's hard for fitness me. people on there. And yeah, it's uh, that overwhelms me a little bit. Right. I, and I, I, it's something that, again, my husband, Eric and Richie know each other. He's in the marketing side. He helps with all the marketing. I have a hard time with the social side because everyone's telling me, Sarah, you gotta get on Instagram. You gotta do, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Putting a camera and making my, that feels really awkward for me. Well, thank you for letting me do it. Today. Well, I, this is easy because I like to check. So yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled on that. But the other sides, it's a, it's, it's a hard curve for me. Uh -huh. It's a hard curve and you have, to, you have to be, it's a competitive world and you try to get your message up. But I'm trying to stay different. I'm trying to stay true to who I am. Yeah. Which trying. is powerful because you're very unique at what you do and yeah. that'll, well, that'll rise yeah. through the clutter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, um, while we're on this topic, you've obviously been through you know, quite a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, advice to any younger entrepreneurs who are thinking of starting something. Okay, I, there's a couple things. Um, there's a, uh, the why, I think, is important. Yeah. You have to understand why you're doing it. Because like you said, you're, you started out thinking when you start thinking on the monetary or this, this, or this, the look of it or the, that aspect or the feel of it, yeah. it's not gonna work. You have, you have to understand the why and then understand the basis knowledge and depending on where, that, where you're going with that. Yeah. One of the best people in a book out there and it's called Finding Your Why is Simon Sinek. Yeah. Have you heard of very him? Very popular TED talk too. He's very huge. So I saw him the last time I did one of my bigger presentations was in Los Angeles. He was not the keynote. He was the one right underneath that. Yep. I sat there. These are the things and people come in your life. I sat there and I was like, that's me. And I made the pie and I was doing this. And I'm <laughs> like, there's that emotional side and then putting that in content with it. Yep. Um, you know, it's, there's a, it's a lot in the beginning. Um, really getting a strong business plan, really putting the why into what that business plan is, yep. into the monetary aspect, really, you know, start out slow. You can't, you won't grow. I mean, you've got to understand what your ins and outs of. You've got to have a good system, mm -hmm. no matter what it is. If you mess that up, you're, you're in the weeds and you cannot be in the weeds. That is the hardest thing to do in the early part of the business. I wouldn't worry about all the money at that point, yeah. but those few things are just cru crucial. Having a good team behind you, depending on what the business model is. If it's a small team, like you said, if I can learn and grow and have them under, I use interns, you know, teaching the way that is what you want or yeah. what you need. Um, finding people that are like-minded, I think is really important because it creates the culture fast. Right. And if you don't have that, and uh, you're in trouble. Okay, the last thing is that's another thing. 
follow your gut instinct. Yeah. Your gut does not lie. And it's something I'm trying to educate some of my younger little, my, my girls. It's a, do you, you ever had that in your world? Have you ever not followed your gut? I can tell you I have. Several times. Yes, Several and I can times. name them all, which I, I won't. I, especially in my earlier um, years, you know, I'd kind of, and asking for advice is great, and I still do it all the time, but I think sometimes I'd do something just to appease someone else totally. where my gut was telling me the other way, but I went yep. that way, and yep. you know, that can, that can get you in trouble. It I mean, can. you're probably gonna get in trouble regardless at some point well, when you're starting point. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's okay, and I think mistakes. My, you know what my dad always said, because he was a very successful business person. Yeah. Um, you, you, will, you will make mistakes, and you should. You learn. Kids, anyone, again, you, you make mistakes. But how fast can you change it, grow from it, and move on? Where are you fail? And I'm, in business, I don't feel like you fail. Yeah. Unless you're not, not a good person. Yeah, you talked about earlier um, being your own worst critic, being very hard on yourself, which I can definitely relate to at least starting off. Um, it's hard. Very hard it's on yourself. So hard. I've, got, I've, gotten, I've gotten much better over Have the years, you? I think. Yeah, have you, it's an seen, issue have you with seen me. that change for you at all uh -huh. or not? I'm tormented. I, I don't know how, you know, I, I don't know, really know how to change it. I don't know if I, if I really need to because it's really helped me, for me, yeah. and my silliness, stay ahead of it. Stay creative. Stay fresh. Um, is there times people that know me wish that I would just step back and be proud a little bit more? Sure. It's something that I need to be present and be mindful of. It's something that I'm working on. Yeah. I'm not perfect on it. Yeah. I don't know. I, my dad, my parents are not big on accolades. They're not big on talk about your success. You won't hear me about hear me talk about anything I've ever really except for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, don't think it's important. You know. Yeah. It, it's who I am, and I will show you through work. So it's a different model in this day and age with the Instagram. Yeah. I mean, it 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 is interesting because you obviously obviously you've accomplished a lot. You do want to give yourself some credit and i know with my business you know you do something and then mean you may have similar personality type in some way not our energy level but you want to you know there's that next shiny object yep. or that next goal totally. and just kind of keep the foot on the gas yep. pedal but i think especially from a you know a cultural standpoint whatever yep. it is very important to recognize those victories and show yep. like hey we've it come is. this far in a year and yep. you know we're facing more problems they're just bigger and better problems that we need to get yep. through and accomplish or that obstacles I use my team. I have the best, like you, you, if you create the culture, you have the best team. Yeah. And I couldn't do without them. I've interned a lot of them when I used to work somewhere else. Um, they believe in the product, they believe in the people that come in. But there's at this, right now in my life, or what have even transpired in the beginning of this business, there's no way I'd be where I'm at if I didn't have that team because they're the ones that help me do what you'd ask me to do. They're the ones that push and pull. We're doing great. We're all in this together. It is. It sounds like High School Musical. <laughs> okay. Um, That's some truth. Yeah, there is. Yeah, no, yeah. there is. And it's not one person. It's a, it's a community that has to do it. And I'm grateful for that. And it's words, but I'm grateful. Yeah. Really am. Yeah. Um, couple questions. Uh -oh. so, <laughs> Illegal or legal? All legal. Some stuff you already touched on, but. One is what advice, and obviously you've went through a lot of this on your journey, what advice do you have for women who aren't confident about their physique? It's not about the look. Uh -huh. This is a hard thing because of, again, social. Right. Um, I will say it, it's who you are inside. I, have I know people that, again, 
thin doesn't mean you're better. Fit ripped doesn't mean you're better. So that struggle that we have is who we are. That's where you need to step forward and try to take that little baby step of tangible steps where a result-oriented. Result um, you gotta find a situation, a place, not even just here, something, if it's on TV, that you feel that you can relate to, that will be, if it's walking, yoga, something that will empower who you are because it's personality driven. Mm -hmm. If you're not a person that wants to put yourself out there or come into a space, I get that. But you gotta have something, if it's a walk with a friend, some buddy system, something that will ignite the why. What do you like to do? Because yep. if you don't find that, you're gonna struggle with that. And not, it should not be based on the outside. That's just, just so messed up, but we're sold we're sold that left and right. right. Again, that is one of my missions because that's not going to make us a better person. Mm -hmm. It's never what I've been about. Yeah. I've struggled with it, you know. Have I put on weight, change weight? Sure. Have hormone issues? Sure. Am I perfect? No. Um, I've let it go though. Yeah. I've really, because I was an exercise bulimic for years, trying to chase and trying to figure it all out. Because as women and people, beings, we try to control everything. Yeah. And I think that's where the searching comes, where you're not in that confident side of it. Uh-huh. And then any, um, what's your biggest obstacle you faced as a female business owner? Oh, God. <laughs> wow, there's a lot. Because I started young at yeah. 21. I was a dancer, even though I have degrees and I got certified up though. I have so many certifications. Does that make a difference? Yeah, it gives you the basis, but it doesn't mean you know stuff. Um, that was interesting, that New York, uh, I had to battle. And some sexism things coming, you know, the, they crossed the lines with me, um, but I had to stand my line and put the boundaries up and just, it's, it's shutting my mouth. Yeah. And I had to just prove my work. Yeah. And then that's what did. Same with thing in LA. Um, and I've worked with transitions with other companies where, you know, this, who's this girl gonna tell me what to do when I'm this old and this, that. Shut my mouth, my work proved myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm not here to battle anyone any other way. Um, my actions speak louder than words. And that's how I've gotten my track record, is I've just done my work. Yep. And then the clients, the people, if they listen and do the work, I can't do the work for anybody. They have to follow and do what they want on that any level, and then they'll see change. That speaks value. Yeah. It really does. So, and to this day, you know, it's a different world. It's a better world for women in this business. Um, but the models change because of the social and digital side. Right. Anybody can do it. Anybody can be an instant person on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so there is a that's lot. A little, there, that's there probably are, harder for me than anything there right are, now. There are a lot more posers out there. Oh my can, gosh. Uh, you could see through them. And I don't, I don't connect with that. Right. I, I, and, I, and maybe that's just me or maybe me on, in my late 40s. I don't know. That's not relatable to me. Mm -hmm. So that's the other part. I want someone that if I put content out or if I talk to them, I get the struggles every day. Yeah. Okay. I have to raise three kids, a husband that works. We both struggle. Yeah. You know, putting this business, putting my life on the line with this, this is not easy. And I have people around here that would love for me not to succeed. Yeah. The jealousy, the insecurity on that. And I, it, it, it's insane how you wouldn't want a woman in business who needs to feed a family not to succeed. Yeah. That is probably the sadness that I have right now in this world of not even that part, that side of it. Because I just want to do what I want to do and I want to succeed the best that I can. Yeah. I'm a, I have to work. It's not this glamorized thing. I need to work. Yeah. That, that, that's usually, probably... Usually, usually that comes from a <coughs> place of insecurity or yeah. that people have their own but That's sad about. to me where it that's is, coming. That's that human is. side. Yeah. 
There's enough room as we know in this space. Right. Because it's crowded. Yeah. It's very crowded. Mm -hmm. How do you just stick of being different? You just do what you do. Yeah. You really do. Your work speaks for yourself. And the people who you're around, they're going to be my biggest advocates. It's not going to be the, the it's going to be that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that side of that world has gotten me very ups kind of turned inside out with it. Uh -huh. um, I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. Yeah. We had a uh, question from Taylor behind the camera who was wondering how she can still look great without exercising. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> just, uh, okay. Um, okay, so that's the, that's the lifestyle. That was a serious question, right, Taylor? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll answer it anyway. Oh, gosh, yeah. It, it seemed okay. like you were onto something. I will, and I'm sure people are wondering, uh, wondering that out there. Okay, so that's the biggest thing. So I can talk to that level. There's people that work out two hours a day plus that you'd be like, huh? Because they don't eat well. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. So it's always the 80% of food. What's your quality of food? What's the quantity of food? That comes first. Yeah. And then hopefully you want to, again, exercise the bones and the muscles because it's very important to create strength for posture, mm -hmm. for sitting, standing, to do daily life. If you don't have lean muscle mass, even a little, that just pulls on the joints over time. So it's a detriment if you don't do a little bit of that. Okay. Few things go a long way. Not killing yourself, that's not what I'm saying. Don't go swinging weights and thinking that's gonna change because that gets you into trouble. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. And I have seen Taylor bring uh, salads into the office for lunch recently, and like about half of them are from McDonald's down the road, so I'm not sure if Is my mouth count, open? But... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, kid, we do okay. have a McDonald's next to the office. Okay. Anyway, but you know what? You. She looks good. So she looks great. Thank you to Taylor for uh, submitting a question <laughs> and chiming in today. Uh, final, final thing. Yeah. Um, I know you do not like touching on this, but I'm always interested to ask people. You've obviously accomplished a lot. What are you most proud of? God darn it! <laughs> this is the third bottle <laughs> of wine. Where is Gotta it? End on this. I note. am not and then good we'll at this. We'll get to uh, shamelessly okay. plug your open house. Okay, after you're this, kind. So. You're kind. You're kind. Um, hmm. Gosh darn it, could you tell me you're gonna ask me this question? What am I most proud of? Okay, what so I'm far. proud of, I can tell you this. Um, my, real, my, my, my gumption, my moxie, my resiliency, my passion, my get up and go, my commitment, my determination, my compassion, my kids, my work ethic. But you work hard at that because that's given me the success. Yeah. It's not this. This is giving me that. It's who I who I, I I still try to be and strive to be every day. I get up every day, not easy, <laughs> not easy, but I get up every day trying to do my best. Yep. I show up. That's what I'm most proud of. That's great. Got me to cry again. Really? Holy crap! Ay ay ay. Got a lot of good answers today. And then finally, um, as the airing of this this oh, yeah. week. Sarah's got an open house going on, so if you're listening to this the week of September 11th through 17th, you should get down here. Sarah, can you touch on yep. what's going on here? So it's an open house. We're doing free week. Uh, anyone can come from it. 10 classes a day, two classes, one classes, bring friends. We're having raffles. Um, my friend who Jill Check owns On The Way Cafe in Mequon is bringing and purveying some food down. Let us join us for some giveaways. I have my friend who owns About Face. We're just doing some really cool you know, wellness, health kind of components to it. Meet and greet the staff, no intimidation. Just come and see what we're all about. 
what I've just talked about is what's live in, in, in the studios every day. Meet our incredible staff in the community, ask questions. You don't have to take full classes. You can come in and just see what this is. It's all week from 5 a.m. to 7.30 at night. On that Saturday, we'll have some sample classes and we'll put that on the website as well. But that day I'm at Athleta, I'm gonna be doing um, a work, a kickbox blast on the rooftop at 9.30 at Athleta. They'll be posting that as well. And then we're the featured studio in October for Athleta, so other staff members will be able to get a taste and go over there and get a, and to do some work too, so. Awesome, so we'll link that on the Go Get It Facebook page Thank when you. this gets shared and- Do a Thank selfie you. on this, Thank I'm you. not gonna selfie. It's all good. Oh, man. Thank, oh, you so, thank you so much. You, know, you were okay. really good today. Yeah, That's lots to say. Lots to say. So yeah. I appreciate it, though. Thank you. You bet. I appreciate it. Awesome.